Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Casa Walsh, Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and I just want to remind everyone at the top of the episode to uh, subscribe, download, download, leave a comment. Um, want to hear what you guys think. So DM me on social media. I can be reached, you know, very easily at um, at the Sam Lev on Twitter or on Instagram at samlev28. So, uh, you know, reach out to me, let me know what you guys think. But on today's episode, we will be going over season three, episode 12 called Destiny Rides Again. And it premiered on November 4th, 1992. So it's going to start getting good because November is sweeps month. So um, November episodes are going to be really good. So the episode starts out and we see Donna, Kelly, Brenda, and David are at a video store. And it made me remember the fond times of going to the video store. We don't have that anymore. I used to love, like, video stores before Blockbuster um, existed. They were just, you know, regular in-town video stores. But I just remember going to Blockbuster seeing you know all the new movies that are probably out of stock but like picking a movie getting some popcorn or something it was like an event and then going home and watching that movie and then returning that night if you had to you know you only rented it for like two days or three days or something and having a blockbuster video card fond fond memories we don't get to do that anymore we just could watch whatever we want at home but anyways, um, yeah, they're at the video store looking for a movie to watch. Um, Donna catches David in the, um, he's in the uh, adult area. So he's looking at some, that must have been so awkward then. I mean, I think like guys nowadays, they could just watch porn or whatever online. And like there's website, like there's like websites for it specifically um and they can do it in the the home you know their home without anyone knowing what they're watching but then people had to like actually pick out a video and then go and like check it out it just I feel like that would have been like mortifying but I obviously people did it because they had the adult sections but Donna catches David you know looking around in there and then she kind of messes with him a little bit and as they're walking out of that area, because it's always in like a corner area, and um, she sees her priest, um, which obviously, you know, he kind of makes a joke about what section there, you know, he's like, oh, looking for comedies, you know, romantic comedies. Um, but then he mentions that she should show up at church sometimes. Um, so kind of seeing a little bit here starting with I don't know if we really explored Donna's religion but um obviously we find out she's Catholic and this kind of comes into play a little bit more with her beliefs so as they're getting to ready to leave Brenda starts to freak out because she sees Rick Rick's the guy from Paris that she had the little fling with and <laughs> it's funny because Obviously, Donna knows who he is. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's here. And Kelly and David don't know who he is. But she's like, hide me. And Donna says, well, I don't think you're going to get out of him out of here without him seeing you. So she just goes up and says hello to him. But like he was at the checkout 
state like he looks like he had already picked a video he's checking it out which means he would have been leaving the store within five seconds and she she could have just waited in the back and then waited until he left and then you know but she obviously i mean she's pretending she wants to hide from him but she really wanted to say hi so she goes up to say hi she's still doing her french accent and she says she's in LA just visiting her American relatives and he says that, you know, she's in town, he must give her the LA tour since she gave him the tour of Paris and we found out here that he ended up transferring to UCLA as he mentioned that he was planning on doing. So at the Walsh house, um, Brandon is bringing up to Brenda how she spent $350 on an SAT prep course and her score in English only went up 20 points. So... I don't know why he's harping on that because now she has a better score than him. So when they, I'm very confused on timelines here, but when they took the SATs, it was a whole episode how they both ended up getting the same score, which was, I think it was like 1190 or something. And now he didn't retake them. She retook them, went up 20 points. So if they got an 1190, she's now at a 1210 and He's knocking her for it, yet now her score is better than his. So I'm confused why he would make a comment about that and why he didn't take him again. Whatever. Um, So I, you know, will concede that Brenda's smarter than Brandon. But just then the phone rings and Cindy answers it. And she says, a boy named Rick wants to know if my niece Brenda's here. And she goes to take the phone. She's speaking with her French accent. And they're all looking at her like she's crazy. And she tells them afterwards that she met him when she was in France. And she pretended to be French. So um, that's why she's doing the accent. But she's thinking she's only seeing him once. Um, Kelly, being the miserable person that she is, decided to paint her room black. If I ever tried this my mother would lose her mind. I wasn't allowed to do that. I had in my room, I had wallpaper. I don't think wallpaper is really a thing anymore, but I had wallpaper. But I was also, I had like posters all over um, my walls of just, I had a bunch of like the 90210 cast. I had pictures of Jason Priestley. I Mark Paul Gossler from Saved by the Bell. Like I had all these um posters all over the you know all over my walls so um it really you know I just would never I never thought of painting it I don't think that was really anything that I thought of um but but my sister got her room I mean with also wallpaper it was very intense uh wallpaper she got but she got her room redone and I didn't get my room redone because I think that my mom said if they do my room, I have to take the posters off and I can't put the posters on the new wallpaper. <laughs> I didn't, I wouldn't let it go. So I was stuck with the wallpaper that I had probably since, I don't know, I was three or something because I was probably three when we moved into the house I grew up into. I might've had different wallpaper, but I had these like little like faded um, pink, light pink, Uh, hearts all over my wallpaper and it was just like white background but anyways um I wouldn't have been out be able to paint my my room any color but Kelly's chosen black Jackie comes in you know 
like kind of laughing about it and she says happy teenagers don't pay that paint their rooms black but apparently um you know i guess she did better on her SATs also because Jackie said she thought she'd be happy with her new scores. I don't remember what she got the first time. I think she got like a 1050 or something. So maybe she got like, you know, closer to 1100 or something like that. But um, they didn't say what she got though. Um, and she just tells her mom that she doesn't feel like she has anyone. She's saying basically she feels all her friends are coupled up and she is alone. Now, I think we're supposed to think it's not really that. It's more the fact that she wants to be with Dylan when she can't. It still, you know, pisses me off. But, you know, I think that's really what it what it comes down to. Um, and then we see David and Donna are making out and he tells her he's ready to go to the next step if she is too and he says he has protection neither of them have any diseases because neither of them have ever done anything and she said that she has these beliefs you know I think she is you know we're seeing a little bit of her you know um, religious beliefs here that she does not want to do that until she gets married but being the high school boy that he is he kind of gets mad and leaves so and then the next day at school we find out donna went up uh 80 points on her sats i don't remember she she definitely got under a thousand on the sats so i don't remember um I don't remember what it was that she ended up getting that she, um, I don't know. But, you know, she's in the 1,000s now, uh, which is good for Donna. Because I guess when she took it the first time, they didn't know she had the learning disability. And that's episode when she kind of didn't want to talk to anyone. But she won up 80 points. Dylan did not get his ACT scores back, but he thinks it because he took it out of town. So he took them... When he went to go visit his father in prison, he went to a local school there and took him there, which we did see him go and take the test. Then Steve tells Brandon privately that he did bad on his SATs. We don't know what he got. I don't know if we know what he got the first time he took him either, but basically he tells him that he could kiss USC goodbye. And then we see his freshman buddy walk by and say hello. So then Steve goes to... Uh, he's walking by a computer lab and sees that Herbert, his freshman buddy, is in there. So he goes and talks to him. And Steve starts buttering him up. He's inviting him to a Raiders game and kind of probing him about, you know, his computer skills. And then he's like, well, you can't be that good. I mean, it's not like you can break into the school system or anything like that. And Herbert basically says he's like this great hacker. And if he really wanted to, he could do it. Then we see Andrea and she's walking home from school and literally out of nowhere, um, this is very unexpected, a car speeds by, hits her and drives off. And then the next thing we see, she's in the hospital. Brandon's coming to visit her with flowers. She's a bit bruised up, you see, on her face, uh, but she broke both of her legs. So she's got casts on both legs and 
she tells him, you know, what happened, basically. Um, so it was just kind of definitely not expecting that. I mean, I remember it happened, but I, I don't remember it happening in this episode and in this way. Um, it's really also like to see her laying on the middle of the street. Her legs are like, she must be very flexible the way she's positioned her legs laying on the street. It was very um, interesting to see. So then um, Nikki invites Brandon, Donna, and David to go see Rosie O'Donnell do stand-up for an AIDS benefit. And this is before she had the Rosie O'Donnell talk show. Um, I think that's kind of when she hit the height of her career. But she um, she was a stand-up comic before that. So um, they're going to see her at some, you know, benefit for AIDS. Obviously, this is 1992, so AIDS is obviously still a um, a big thing. You know, I'm not saying it's not now, but there's, um, you know, we've had this discussion on a few episodes that AIDS were a much bigger, you know, potential death sentence in the 90s, whereas now you can live a long and healthy life uh, with the medication of having the AIDS or HIV um, virus. So... Dylan shows up at the Walsh's and I guess Cindy is about to play tennis maybe because she's rocking a visor um, and she's just the best. But he wants to talk to Jim um, because apparently he was told that uh, they did not think that he took the SATs because he went up 300 points from the last time he took it. And Brenda's like, that's great. But he said, yeah, because I left early the last time because that was when she was in the hospital with her. Um... Wait, I'm confused. Are they taken for a third time, some of them? Because Brenda didn't take the SATs because she um, was seeing the doctor because she thought that she had breast cancer. Brandon took him, everyone took him, and everyone came over after school. Dylan was saying that he left early because he did show up at the hospital, so that's why he went up 300 points because he never finished the test in the first place. But then we saw Brenda and Brandon got their SAT scores back in a previous time, and they had the same exact scores. So maybe... I don't know. Maybe she's taking them for the second time and other people are taking them the third time, but people don't really do that. You usually just do it twice, if anything. Um, once or twice. That's weird, but I'm... I don't remember, but apparently they were going to play golf, by the way, not um, tennis. But anyways, he... Dylan's upset um, because of... They're saying basically his scores aren't valid, and Jim is telling him that the easiest thing to do is just to take the SATs again instead of fighting a legal battle. And he said, under no circumstance am I taking them again because I did not cheat. Then David, Donna, Brandon, and Nikki go to Andrea at the hospital before going to the Rosie O'Donnell show. And they tell her to watch because they might be on TV. And so we see... I do wonder also... Um, if there was anything, because at first I was thinking, oh, was Gabrielle Carteris pregnant? Because they kind of just put her in a hospital bed for this episode. But I don't think she was. I know when she was, because we'll see. You kind of, 
it, it's funny when women get pregnant on television shows because they write it in or they don't or they try to hide it in a certain way. Um, you know, it's funny. I always remembered like on Friends, the final season, they made it out like Monica and, and um, Chandler couldn't have a child. So they adopted. But you see very visibly pretty much. I mean, she wasn't, you know, I'd probably not that far along. But the last like few episodes, you see that Courtney Cox is actually pregnant. But I guess at the time it would make sense actually with how they ended the show because she gave birth after the show ended. But you definitely see that she's got a, um, they're putting her in flowy shirts and she's got a little belly because you can tell that because she was so skinny on that show. So any little, you know, belly would be obvious. But anyways, they, they try to, you know, write it in and stuff like that. But um, I don't think there was. It was just, I guess, they were giving Andre a different storyline. So then the four of them go to the uh, Rosie O'Donnell show. And she's we see it's actually Rosie O'Donnell. And she's doing her stand-up act a little bit. She's talking about AIDS and HIV. And then she wants to go into the audience and talk to kids about basically their sexual experiences. So she goes right over to Brandon and Nikki and she asks them if they're in high school and if they're going out and they say yes. She's like, how long? They said a couple of months and then she's like, so you guys doing it? And they both say yes, but not with each other yet. Then she goes over to David and Donna and Donna obviously says that she's waiting until she's married and uh, she's like, does your boyfriend know about it? David's like, yep, I know all about it. Everyone's kind of laughing. And then... She tells Donna to not let him pressure her and tell her mother that she did a good job with her. So um, she's impressed by Donna's beliefs. But that was it. That was a little cameo by Rosie O'Donnell. Then Brenda and Dylan are um, watching the... I guess this was like a televised thing because they were telling Andrea to watch. And then they are... Um, they're watching it at their house and Dylan being the private person he is, he just says he can't believe that they talked about their sex lives on national television. And then Brenda brings up the SATs again. And she says that she believes he didn't cheat. But, you know, why not just take the test again? You know, she just thinks that it would just be easier just to take them again. And then they're kind of talking about stuff and then he kind of comes clean with her about how he did have a thing with a girl over the summer. She's mad because she says, I told you about Rick right away and you didn't tell me. And he feels like now that he's being called a liar about the SATs, now he was thinking about that and it just feels a hypocrite because he lied to her about it or he omitted it, which is true. Um, she asks who it is and he said it's not important. I think it is important, but he knows why he's not telling her because that would be World War Three if he told her because rightfully so she would be upset. Um, and then she's just pissed and I, I'm with Brenda here. She has a right to be pissed at him because she told him literally right away about Rick and he never said anything about Kelly and even if it wasn't Kelly, it was a random girl, it, he didn't tell her, and that's the point. So she just wants him to take her home because she's pissed that he um, just never told her. So then we see Donna and David are again at her house. They fall asleep, 
And she has a dream about being in church. She's wearing this cute little, you know, sweet white dress. Um, you know, I guess she'd wear for like a communion or a confirmation, something like that. And um, the priest says God will always love her no matter what. Uh, he's like, but her parents, your parents would be very disappointed. So she wakes up and she just tells David that he needs to go. She feels even guilty about sleeping in the same bed with him. So Brenda is now going to meet with Rick. She's going to hang out with him for the day. And he comes over to the house and she wants Cindy to play along because she tells her that after today, she's never seeing him again. And um, Cindy then was like, fine, you know, so she kind of plays along for a minute, pretending that she's his aunt. Um, and then he ends up taking her, we see they're right outside of the peach pit doors, and he's like, come on, my frat brothers are swear by it, they say it's this greatest burger, this thing called the mega burger, so she wants to go, and then he's like, she, so they go in, and she's like, let's take a seat in the corner, and he's like, no, in America, you need to sit at the counter, so they sit at the counter and then Rick's like, excuse me, waiter. And we see Brandon's like, just a minute. And Brandon comes over and he's like, oh, hey, Bren. And then she's like, oh, this is my cousin, uh, Brandon. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, Aunt Sandy and Uncle Jim's kid. And then he's like, why did you act like you didn't even know this place if your cousin works here? And then Nat comes over and he's like, hey, Bren, who's your friend? And then she's doing the accent also. And she's like, ah, this is Reek. And he's like, okay, hello, Reek. So he's confused. And then finally, Brenda just cracks and she looks at Rick, drops the accent. And she's like, my name is Brenda Walsh. I'm, you know, born in, you know, Minneapolis, go to West Beverly High School. I'm just as American as you. And she kind of storms away. And then he looks at Brandon and Brandon's like, my sister has a flair for the dramatics. And then he's like, hold on just a second. So Rick's kind of going after Brenda, but then she walks back in and she's like, I'm sorry I lied to you. And then he just kisses her. And then you see Brandon and Nat. Nat has the best facial expression because he's so confused, but they're like, all right, we're not even going to ask. We're not even going to look. They're kissing. So then we see Donna and she goes to visit her priest and she talks to him about her thoughts and kind of what's going on with her and David. And he does tell her that no matter what, God will always love her. He doesn't say anything about her parents disapproving or anything like that. He promises that no matter what she does, God will always love her. So I think she's put at ease a little bit about that. Then we see Rick and Brenda, and he wants to continue to see her. And she says, you know, I have a boyfriend. And he says, but you can't deny there's something between us. What are the odds after all this time of us running back into each other? And he kisses her again, but she kind of pulls back. I think that she feels confused. I think that she likes Rick, but she also likes, you know, obviously Dylan. She loves Dylan. But she's also annoyed at Dylan, which is completely fair. So then we see Donna and David, and they're going to have a conversation about this. And she said that she spoke to the priest. And he's like, you spoke to the priest about us? But she said that she's made the decision that she thinks that they should wait until after they're out of high school because she's not ready. And 
You can see he's disappointed. He's obviously just a high school boy. He wants to have sex, but he says that he loves her and he's not going anywhere. And she kind of just says, I hope you're okay with just messing around a little bit. And she sits on his lap and they kiss. So I do wonder how far they are, they are actually going though, because Donna's a little bit of a prude, but you know, it's her religious beliefs. So maybe David's getting a little something hopefully for him. So back at the hospital, Andrea is there with her broken legs. Um, Brandon comes to visit her and she said the police told her that they don't think they'll be able to find the the driver, unfortunately. And she's going to have to <laughs> stay off her feet for a whole month and they have a wheelchair for her. So she's going to be rolling around on a wheelchair uh, for the next month. So that's going on with Andrea. And then we see Brenda tells Dylan about seeing Rick and she basically, I think, realizes that she might have some feelings towards Rick and she tells Dylan to, that they need a break. They need to take a break. And, you know, she basically says, please don't hate me. And he says, um, you know, I don't, I don't hate you. I can never hate you. And they kiss and she leaves. So Dylan and she said break. There's also, it's like, is it break up? But she says break. I think in her mind, she's thinking she wants to explore things with Rick a little bit and see what happens with Dylan in the future, maybe. So then we see Steve convinced, clearly, Herbert, his freshman buddy, to break into the school with him with the master key that he now has. He got, he got the master key from the, um, the janitor. So they're in the school. And Herbert gets into the computer because they're looking at the computer lab and Steve's grades per semester are broken down when he goes in there. Herbert kind of makes fun of him. He said, these are the worst grades I ever, you know, see, but he's asking him to change them. So he's, he's looking to, you know, change his D's into B's is what he does. And as Herbert's doing this, the computer system completely crashes. Herbert kind of freaks out and they quickly leave. They're, you know, nervous about getting caught and as they should be nervous. And I think it's messed up that Steve did that to Herbert, but um, they, yeah, they, they get out of there quick. And at the very end of the episode, we see Kelly in her room, still sponging, you know, the colors on her walls. And Brenda calls and tells her that Dylan broke up. And Kelly does seem genuine, I think, when she's talking to her. Um, I mean, I think she's probably a little excited, but she's seeing, trying to be a good friend. And just then, uh, she gets a knock at the door, and she tells her, tells Brenda that it's, it's David, because, and she's like, I'll call you back. But it's Dylan. So Dylan shows up immediately at Kelly's house. And she asks what he's doing there. And he tells her that, you know, Brenda said that we should start seeing other people. And I think it's about time I start seeing you. And then they kiss. And that is where the episode ends. Um, so yeah, November Sweep started out with a bang. So 
So now for the fun facts and trivia part. So there's not much, but I did want to double check the SAT scores. So we didn't know everybody's scores, um, but we kind of got the gist. So basically when Brendan Brandon first took it, they both got an 1190. Brandon never retook it. She did. She went up 20 points. So now she's at a 1210. Kelly, when she first took it, got a 1050. They didn't see how much she went up, but her mom did mention that she's probably happy about her scores, so she went up in scores. Now, what I find interesting is they're really excited for Donna. Her score went up 80 points, they said. But when she took it, prior to her finding out that she had a learning disability, she got a 620, which means she's only at a 700 now. I don't think that would be accurate. I think that they they want us to think, unless she took it a second time, and this is the third time she's taking it because it is possible that they did take it a third time, that maybe the second time she took it, she got maybe like a 900 or something. I don't know. But I don't think, like, a 700's not good. So I don't know why, you know what I mean? Like, she's not an idiot, she just needed more time for the tests. So I think saying that she got 80 points is great. She did a lot better, but I don't think it, I think there has to be a second time that she took it be after the uh, the 620 because there's no way. We don't know what Steve got because he, um, he never said, but he said he bombed them. Like Steve getting a 620 makes more sense than Donna, to be honest. Um, and... Andrea, I don't think we know what she got. I'm going to go out on a limb because she wants to go to Yale. And I'm going to guess she's in the high 1400s. That's my guess. Um, But I could be wrong. And we don't know how David did. I think this was David's first time taking it and they never mentioned it. So, um, but yeah, so that's that's it for the SATs. I am intrigued though. Um... But how everyone else did, but they didn't tell us anyone else's score. So that's it for the fun facts and tidbits. So that's it for this episode. Um, thanks for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and we'll see you next time for season three, episode 13, called Rebel with a Cause. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.